0: everybody, welcome into the Haven Podcast. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you are listening to me, and I appreciate that. Hope you all have had an amazing, sexy, beautiful work week, and you have an even better weekend on tap. And I'm going to try my best to get you there on this week's video game and... Well, just video game, really. That's how far ahead i on the curb for the next episode. But on this week's video game focused episode, we got a, got a little little things to touch on, little things to get into. Um, nothing too uh, crazy, crazy happen in the video game landscape. Or is there? Or is there? We shall discuss all and find out. And apologies in advance if you hear some what sounds like shouting or yelling above on the back end of the mic. I will try to be so involved that if you do hear it, it gets blurred out. Um, I believe my wife has a inner ear infection and or is deaf in one year because she just screams when she's on the telephone, so it's lovely, but you gotta record, you gotta get it in on the video game episode of the Haven Podcast. Maybe hey, that's actually for my Patreon for people that subscribe, just me doing random awesome jingles. That's actually a really clever slash good idea. I could totally uh, totally get down with that. But that's not why you listen. You don't listen for the constant tease of almost a year now of my Patreon account. Will it ever come out? I don't know. But maybe, just maybe, it's around the corner. We shall see. That's my old Jewish lady just yeah, for you uh podcast even podcast exclusive right there my old Jewish lady from Jersey so lots of, lots of good stuff happening so let's get into the news all right let's let's jump in so this came out a little bit of uh this came out of nowhere Microsoft and Sony have agreed to a new partnership what true story people so what this partnership entails is microsoft allowing and sony to utilize their azure Azure, aziz and sorry whatever it's called cloud power um in a way that they say to bring everything um what's the word i'm looking for to to improve the The relations as well as you could tell, like, I haven't done any research for this, apparently, (laughs) because words are hard, Uh, basically to make cloud computing more viable did I just say Fireball with the word, the letter V? Jeez, what is wrong with me? To make it more viable for customers on the PlayStation slash Sony platforms to utilize this amazing cloud tech that Microsoft has and has been developing for a while. And it's it's just a way f- better for customers and everything like that. So I think this is just a baby step, a first step, in a partnership with both of them. And, I mean, their competition, they're getting ready to go at it in the next generation, um, probably starting as soon as, you know, this e3 with all the announcements of the new consoles and everything of that nature so uh but this is still great to see two people playing ball i'm sure most of it's publicity oriented we'll see what actually comes out of this the fruits of the labor of this and this agreement but hey if this means okay we get mixer finally on playstation i would be super stoked about that that's the platform i use for my streaming so and i would love to do more streaming on playstation but then you just start seeing more, like, can we get some cross-play then? Will this open the doors up for cross-progression? And and really just push the envelope of more consumer-friendly. I think that's something, for the most part, we all can get behind and agree with and get excited about. Um, I think it's not too far-fetched where we'll get the day where I can be on my PS5 and, and play with my brother who's on his Xbox, uh, what's it called, Uh was it like Reinhardt or, so, or Anaconda, you know, stuff of that nature? I think that's a little bit closer than we we'd like to admit, and I think that's awesome. So that, that's just cool stuff across the board. And then we had comments from Phil Spencer um, on his personal Twitter, who runs Xbox, came out and said, "Hey, I'm excited about the opportunities ahead with at Sony for us to pursue our mutual gaming ambitions and delight players around the world." So very, very pc uh answer and everything but it's good it's good acknowledgement that they're pushing for this stuff so that stuff is great um and so yeah i think that's what it's all about just keep pushing the envelope and and making this stuff more accessible to gamers now over on uh, other shindigan news coming out on the uh, video game landscape and i know i've touched on this before so i'll try to do the cliff notes version of it and Uh, And kind of give you the nuts and bolts Of the newest developments So I've commented on this in regards to A gentleman named Randy Pitchford Who is He's the face he runs Gearbox They're known for uh, Borderlands right? So the new Borderlands 3 is coming out But uh Mr. Pitchford's a very interesting gentleman. He is a part-time magician apparently and he is I mean he's amazing. So you may know Randy Pitchford from such accusations as I could or could not have kitty porn on a USB drive that I left at a Renaissance restaurant. I and also all other hits such as I may or may not have received 12 million dollars um legally Up in the air from gearbox for my own personal wealth, and also, last but not least, other amazing great hits such as I may or may not have choked my VP of business operations out and/or pushed them, or something in that regard, and extorted money. So, this guy's all over the place. This guy's fucking awesome. So, with the 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 latest um i should say i should say it started a little bit before the official borderlands 3 announcement and and reveal of gameplay etc but he's just been kind of a lightning rod and he doesn't help his own case whenever anyone comes out with anything he takes it very personal he thinks he's always the victim he's always attacked and you can just look at his personal tweets on some of these topics i've just mentioned and you kind of get it like this dude's kind of unstable there's not everything's upstairs so two of his latest kerfuffles that came via social media is the first one was during the last reveal and i talked about the borderlands 3 gameplay reveal a couple weeks ago and i didn't get into this portion of i didn't see it till afterwards but he comes out and he says hey we're not doing any of that hocus pocus uh jumbo crap of microtransactions so then game informer i guess tweeted well wait a second that's not true because there is going to be cosmetics you can purchase and he took that in response as like you're accusing me of something i never said or he just it just came off as he didn't understand that purchasing cosmetic skins does fall underneath the microtransaction uh, tree if you will like there's no way around it so he was very upset with game informer on this one So then there's this other guy who's the VP of business operations or was at the time. He does the voice of one of the characters. I think if you follow Borderlands or if you're just familiar with the IP, that character's name is Claptrap. So this guy, I guess, apparently has been giving the voice, doing the voice work for the first two games or the three games. There's so many of them now, but he was never compensated uh, financially for this because he was told that oh because you're the vp uh you know you're kind of already getting paid type of thing so it turns into this big drama where he's not coming back for the third one and when asked why he replied on his personal twitter well because i wanted i was willing to come back and do this for free but i wanted compensation it's like well you're not really doing it for free then but like i get it you 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 feel like you owe that money You, you worked hard you did some voiceover work hey get your money boo boo that's what i say I'm not here to take that from you. Who am I to judge? Get your money, okay? So it just turned into a big thing where this Randy Pitchford guy was PMing him or, or like posting or whatever, tweeting. Yeah, tweeting on his or replying back to his comments, and it got really bad, strange, and weird and they were just kind of taking shots at each other this vp guy alluded again to the possible kitty or non-kitty porn on a usb drive that was left in a renaissance restaurant and he's like this dude owes me money and this dude steals from the company uh blah 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 just just crazy shit so then fast forward um kind of the short end version of it is this guy said he was approached by someone at uh, a developer's conference that said hey gearbox is Uh, I was told by this one guy that that works with your company that he's willing to sell the Gearbox company for X amount of dollars. He took that up to Randy. When Randy pressed him, like, who are these people that brought this information to you? He didn't want to snitch. So Randy took that as, cool, I'm going to go ahead and push you and physically assault you, which apparently from all the aftermath notes of it, that is really, really spot on of what actually occurred. So this guy 's all over the place, and I mean, regardless of what you feel about the game and and that 's I think kind of my takeaway from all this, right. You have these people other than Randy Pitchford that 've worked tirelessly, have just given so fucking much right to make this game, and now you hear you are ramping up your marketing, talking about the game, showing the game, getting all your hardcore fans and new fans excited for it, right. And the conversation is not centered around your game anymore. It's centered around you as the face of the company and all your childlike antics. And you are taking away from the hard-ass work that all of your team members have put up with to make this game, right? All the time they've missed from their family, all the things they've missed out in life, and you have taken this uh, opportunity to put the spotlight directly on you in ways that it shouldn't be on you. In fact, because of Randy Pitchford's comments to all of this, and he kind of comes off, well, he does come off as a completely insane person, it's just so why, he he just freaks out so much that you're like, dude, I, I mean, I've read these tweets and I just, it, to me, it seems like, this guy is either hiding something or whatever he's being accused of, there is more than a kernel of truth to it. Um, holy shit, this dude's a fucking whack job, and he does magic on the side, so you know you got to watch out for those people so <laughs> so <clears throat> just just lots of craziness so. Again, just taking the spotlight from your your team members, taking your spotlight from your employees who give so much. And as we know, in this day and age where we have all these reports coming out, it feels like almost weekly now of some developer, some publisher fucking over their their workers, you know, just trying to screw them in any way they can. Here's a guy that's like, I'm just going to take the attention on myself over stuff that I'm causing to be a bigger deal than what it actually is. So after these latest allegations, someone did an article right up on it too, I believe. I don't think it was Game Inform. I've been Us Weekly. But I mean, that's what, that's why you come to the Haven Podcast, people, for those hardcore sources. I'm not here doing the Philip DeFranco bullshit. I don't got a room of 45 people writing up scripts, my friends. This is all, it's all freestyle off the top of the head, if you cannot tell already. <laughs> but the point being um this guy's a whack shop and i i don't know if it's gonna hurt sales of borderlands i'm sure it won't i'm sure the hardcore community that loves this ip is like hey Randy pitchford might be a pedo, and he might be he might steal money and beat the shit out of people or assault them but hey we like the game we love we love our newly voiced Clate. our clay trap clap trap whatever the fucking name is and all that other stuff so um after these latest this latest article came out about this where they interviewed this former vp of business and he had two sources that i guess put their name on it that said hey no yeah we saw it firsthand that this is what he did uh, randy pitchford and everything he hasn't said anything surprisingly so i'm sure someone within the pr and legal team of Gearbox gearboxes just put a fucking gag on him and just said shut the fuck up you are making this so much worse than it needs to be um this all these stories could have fallen out the wayside and you just took it out of your way to just bury your hole even deeper my friend so and yeah i just i don't know so yeah look that look i'm sure you could find like look up like layman gaming or young yeah i'm sure they have a great write-up of like the official tweets and shit of just how fucking much of a whack job this randy pitchford guy is and I mean, that's what happens when you come up working on Duke Nukem, people. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, let's see. On other news bits. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of scummy publishers, um, I I had this on my list to kind of touch on last week's video game episode. but Because of time, I, I didn't get a chance to get to it. And that's usually sometimes kind of how it goes. I'll have certain topics that I want to cover and go over. And then as I'm doing this more and more and learning it and kind of trying to create my own flow and my own flavor of what I want this to kind of feel and sound like there are certain topics that I do come across that I, I jot down in the notes, but depending on the flow of the episode, I just don't know if it's appropriate to bring it up. Cause it can be a Debbie downer type of thing. But so I, I thought it'd be good to touch on this. Like, like cause there's ever a great time to be a Debbie downer, but let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about a uh, never realm. Studios, you know the guys that make uh, the the Mortal Kombat series. They had the latest one come out. So I believe it was Kotaku, maybe it was Polygon. I don't know. Somebody <laughs> uh, they came out and did a scathing editorial about the the insane slash really fucked up work conditions that these employees uh, experience at NetherRealm, other than you know sexual abuse, other than. Um, any type of sexism where if you have a vagina, apparently you're less of a person in the eyes of a lot of these people that work there. Um, and then if you have a penis, then you have t- access to two bathrooms, which is, you know, just oof, the perks of be having a, having a balls and dick people, I tell you. So with that said in this editorial, just a lot of disturbing stuff. And uh, my biggest kind of takeaway from all this is th- there's a lot And I'm trying to think kind of where to begin because there is a lot of shit. It's very, it's very similar in the slimy, like that feeling that it gives you like that gut wrenching feeling when you read this, it's very similar to the Bioware story that we did cover from Jason Trier from Kotaku about a month or so ago. So with that said, I'm trying to think how to, how to best put this the way they conduct their day-to-day business practices and well i should say their their game practices is pretty fucked up over there so in this editorial other than harassment we also found out that the way they're able to kind of get away with paying people or not paying them is pretty insane so apparently this company netherrealm they hire a shit ton of contractors and these contractors are maybe a tad bit above minimum wage for that area not by much and that's how they're able to get away without paying them full price for a permanent position, as well as not giving them health care. And that they've had this pattern of doing this for, I don't know how many years now, for most of their titles, whether it was Mortal Kombat or Injustice, those they are two big series, right? And then what they do is they take these individuals that are contractors, they're looking for their first foot or first step into the door of this industry, right? So they kind of pit them against each other in terms of crunch, but also ideas. So they'll send emails out saying, give us your ideas for the best or for new fatalities you haven't seen in a Mortal Kombat game. And they kind of hold this carrot on the stick of if the ideas are great, you may get a permanent position when this game is done, when the dust settles. And the amount of people that actually do get even a nibble on that carrot on the stick is next to none. So this is just their way of kind of just taking ideas from a lot of different people and they don't give them any type of credit I, I, from my understanding and the credits at all of these games they just call them like contributors so it's just like these fucked up ways it's just another way these publishers and developers get away with just putting the knife to their own workers that just slave over this game and they're just like hey, and they just stab them in the back with a smile like hey there you go have fun with that shit so okay unions are coming man unions are coming oh my goodness all the Activisions and ea's they are sure, so, they are they are fucking screwed people they are so in trouble oh it's like the catwoman scene from batman dark knight rises you thought you and your friends could live in riches and blah 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 mr wayne How the Maddie have fallen. That is not what she says at all in that scene, but I just, I can picture it in my head. I just do not know the dialogue. I probably should have maybe IMDB that before I, I went with it, but what you got to do. So it's just, yeah, it's horrible. It's terrible, but uh, yeah, unions are coming people. Unions are coming. So with that said, let's, uh, let's go on a brighter note. Let's try to do that. If we can a little brighter note, I watched a documentary this morning. And I know you're like, Danny, this is a video game-focused podcast. Why are you bringing that up? I got you covered. Because you know, just like one of my favorite series of all time in film, which is the MCU, I love when the worlds of TV slash movies and, on the other side, video games of the Haven podcast universe come together and they intertwine, like your favorite Avengers film. I always like those type of stories, and this falls into that. So watch a documentary this morning. And it is, you can find it for free on YouTube. It's through just, I believe it's on PlayStation's official YouTube account. And they teased this a couple months ago, but it finally came out, um, I believe, like five or six days ago. And it is almost a two hour film about the making of God of War 4. Now, we've talked about this on last year's uh, Game of the Year awards that I gave out for 2018 for the podcast. God of War 4, hands down, my favorite my favorite game of the year so watching this um from a uh a, a, a documentary standpoint it's a, it's very it's good you know it's not the greatest it's not the worst it's it's very competent. to get this for free for almost two hours is awesome so there's definitely value there so whether you're a fan of the game in particular of the series of the companies that make it or the video game making process in itself i definitely recommend you check it out um there was information provided and footage shown that i was aware of certain bits of but not all of it i did try actually follow the development of this game quite closely for what i could get my hands on because they were pretty lock and key about a lot of stuff but in this they show a lot of footage of just unprecedented access to the team to Corey barlow the the director the, the creative director of the project and is everyone working in Santa Monica behind the scenes and just this love and attention and this everything that's on it. And watching this, though, I think the reason why I find it so fa fo- I'm so fond of it is these people on camera are just they're on camera quite a bit. So there's there's moments of just them being human, of not necessarily breaking down, but not putting up a front for a PR uh, whatever it may be, right, like, oh, I'm here to promote the game, like none of that stuff, so it's very just um it can get very raw, very uncut, and I really enjoyed that portion of it, and it just shows me here's these people that are working on this game for five years, and how they were in the pre planning stages of this game where they didn't know what the hell it was gonna be, they're trying to re basically vitalize a character and a franchise that people are fond of but they got tired of and do it in a fresh brand new way that pushes the game and pushes the envelope not just for games in general but that franchise as well which if you've played that game you know that it's done that a million times over so Watching this from the ground floor, and as they progress through this film, it's just you see such love and such passion for this for this character and the characters they've created, and for Corey to use so much of his own, what is it? His own, like him having a son, is a big part of why Kratos has a son, and and that and that story and that adventure and the story that he's that he writes and he wants to tell, how the actors and actresses that are all involved in this, as well as certain people of the team completely understand 110% where Corey's coming from with all this. So you start getting the emotional investment as well as the physical and the mental. And it just, everyone there's, there's moments in this film where they do show these people having disagreements and they're kind of on each other's nerves, but it's like, it's okay. We're going to talk it out. We're going to find the, whatever is best for this game we're going to do without question and they show you that in so many ways and then there's the one guy i believe her first name was susan maybe she's the head of she kind of runs santa monica studios they had a great portion where her and this other gal were doing like the confessional or they were getting interviewed and the person filming asked him how does this work when you're making this game of this magnitude and this scale it takes a lot of time it's very, very time consuming, so you will miss out on things with your with your loved ones. And the one gal was like, "Hey, I got, I got a great family around me, great support. They get what we're doing. They're as excited about this project as we are. Big smiles." And they turn to Susan and like uh, Susan, and she just like shuts shuts the fucks up. She doesn't say anything, and her eyes and head kind of go down. And you could tell she's visibly now. She's getting emotional. She's getting very upset. There there's something going on in the background, and she just says like, "Ah, yeah, I don't want to." i don't I don't like answering that right now, and it's like Fuck, and then they cut to the other gal who's like, My life is great, and she's just like, Oh, this is awkward, um, but it's this realness of these people that are just ugh, the pressure, the stress of making a game in general, and I've always said it making a video game is fucking hard, making a work of art that flirts with perfection like God of War Four does is fucking insanity. And you see these people go through the grinder as they make every decision, all the issues they ran into and how they're trying to just fucking go ahead and and fix this. And while they're trying to put out these two fires to the left, there's five sprouting up to the right. And they're just trying to balance it and just navigate these like shark infested waters as they just try to keep grinding and march towards that release date and hit that release date. And then they go through the E3 demo where (laughs) it was something in regards. It's like it took us a year. What did they say? Like a year and a half or something to make our ten minute e three video that we showed everyone, and it's like, Um well dude, we got it we gotta get this game out in a year and a half. How do we add thirty hours to it? So it's just it's fucking nuts, and you see the 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 actors and the mocap they did just gorgeous and beautiful and so touching, so emotional, so check it out. it's the God of War Four documentary free on YouTube, just like I said, search the PlayStation account and boom, it'll be right there for you, so definitely worth it, um, just phenomenally done and That access, I've never seen access like that to a game where it's just very raw and everyone and their mom is taking photos or shooting some type of video and you're just kind of navigating the waters or or following these people on this journey from beginning to end. And there's some really good other stuff they put in there, but I don't want to touch on it just because of fear of spoilers, Um, not because of the game itself or anything, but just the journey, the story they're trying to tell in this film. So definitely check that out. So with that said... Um, I think that's actually going to do it for us today on this week's uh, video game focus episode. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it as usual. If you like what you heard or even if you're about it, lots of ways you can help support this podcast and help it grow. Some of those is by sharing said podcast with friends or family who you think might want to hear me ramble on or. You can also subscribe, rate, review, comment, like, dislike, whatever it is, all that bullshit on your podcast listening platform of choice. And then also I got an email earlier today from the fine folks at Anchor. New little feature coming in. Very excited. So for those of you out there that want to get involved and you don't feel comfortable or maybe you don't want to send in your listener questions via email to thehavenpc at gmail.com don't worry we have technology is beautiful and anchors making it easier than ever before for us for creator and customer to connect um and that is uh now officially on no matter what podcast possible platform you're listening to this on you can actually scroll down and there should be a link that you can click on to be like mm-hmm. send this creator a question and you can just send a little voice memo and boom it sends it right over to me so really quick very easy and simple so i look forward to getting all those and more from you guys um and they do make you log in with anchor and create an anchor account they don't do it anonymously because I'm sure they don't want their creators getting death threats. I mean, I appreciate that level of safety and security from Anchor. So I think the least you can do is create an account if you haven't already. So, um, And then if you guys like uh, streaming, I do some of that every once in a while over on our official Mixer page. But then you can also connect with us and be in the loop of all the latest and greatest happening in the Haven podcast ecosystem by checking us out on our official Instagram page. And as always, links in the description of this episode on how you can connect and do all those things as well as more. So thank you yet again, you guys, for listening. I will talk to you this upcoming Monday for our weekly TV and movie focus episode. Have a great weekend and take care.